Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. Today's been a crazy day because I made it back from Penn State University without getting spit on or kicked this time. And it's a miracle that I was able to speak last night after all the chaos that I caused on campus last year. So I want to say thank you to Penn State for having the balls to let me come back and speak at their university. And speaking of balls, have you seen all the snitches turning on Donald Trump? First, it was Sidney Powell, but now we got ex-Trump attorney Jenna Ellis crying in the courtroom, creating a scene that you would see in an episode of Dateline NBC. And frankly, that is so pathetic, because if you're going to snitch and turn witness, you ought to be able to do it like a man. I'm from the streets, the streets of Highland Park. And if there's one thing that I've learned in criminal culture, it's that snitches get stitches. And obviously, I don't want any physical harm done to anyone, but the code of the street will always come back when you jack with the karma of being a snitch. So Jenna, I honestly hope you don't have to go to jail, but if you sing like a bird, you ain't welcome in my hood no mo. So remember that for all the chat rats. What happens on primetime with Alex Stein stays on primetime with Alex Stein, and there's no if, ands, or buts about it. We follow the codes of the streets on this blimp, bitches. Now let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alejandro Stein, and we have an incredible show for you this evening. We just want to welcome on, first I want to start off, before we get on to our Skype guest, Joel Bauman, who's a badass King Bao, but I want to welcome on our in-studio guest, you know him, he's a singer-songwriter, singer-songwriter who hates Tony Fauci, but loves fettuccine. What the hell, why would you write that, Jimmy? I thought it kind of rhymed, it was alliterative in Italian. Do you it, like it, fettuccine? It, it, Does he like fettuccine? Let's ask him in a second. We please welcome on... Brad Skistimus, a.k.a. Five Times August. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. So, Jimmy, do you like fettuccine? Do I like fettuccine? Yeah. You uh, look at that camera. That, that's, that'll be the one best. over there. Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, you why, don't? Why would well, you that, write that? Yeah, why would you write that? No one that? even asked me, and then he just puts it up there, spreading misinformation. I'm going to get fettuccine in the mail. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Jimmy, you are creating misinformation. This is how it starts, dude. It's because of you our kids are going to the hospital at an alarming rate. I don't want to say why, but is fettuccine the cause? Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. So, Jimmy, when you write crap, start writing funny stuff and not stuff that's going to embarrass me in front of our guests. Can you do that in the future? That's a pretty tall ask. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, shut the hell up. Do not Try not to show Jimmy as little as possible, George. Please, just do me that favor. Show Jimmy... The tiniest, idiotiest bit. Just, just okay. there. Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly <laughs> well, how do you, much... Can I show at least my, my fun shirt? No. I got a no, new shirt. No, I don't care where your shirt is. It says no. Jesus saves. And it's perfect a, amount of time. Perfect goal. amount of time. Perfect amount of time. Okay, well then, if you're <laughs> Jesus saves, then why were you so pro-gay for Palestine the other day now? So I thought you are Palestinian Muslim. Jimmy? I just loved it. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. <laughs> Brad... As an artist, as a singer-songwriter, I know you've had mainstream success, so, but tell me, what is it like now being an independent artist? Well, actually, you're a part of a label, though, so can I still call you an independent artist? Yeah, because... Based Records? So, yeah, I, I, I have worked out a deal with a, a new label called Based Records. I've been independent my whole career, but um, they're sort of the anti-label label, and so um, we met up, got to know those guys over there, and I thought, you know, I've got a great song that you could release as, like, your first single so we just put out a single called ain't no rock and roll which is basically calling out the entire music industry for not showing up the last few years and becoming big pharma shills and stuff um but you know i like it over here on this side it's fun it's it's more adventurous yeah i mean being awake to all the garbage is good and not being like totally politically correct or an indoctrinated but i don't know i would say that like comedy's dead i would say movies are dead but it seems like music is still kind of successful um, I mean, I, I, you know better than me, but what is it? There's mainstream artists. What is it? They have to sell their souls. Like, why are yeah, they successful in your opinion, though? I mean, there's a formula that I think they figured out over the last 60 years in music, you know, and, and now, you know, I think I think entertainment as a gen, as in general is on its the old Hollywood is on its way out. And there's this new thing coming in that kind of represents uh, substance and art. 
again and has something to say. And that's where I, I sort of feel like, you know, it's, it's coming back. Well, you said a great statement. So this is for the people that are watching this. A lot of times we joke about stuff, but there's actually a thing called the Tavistock Institute. And supposedly the Tavistock, the, you know, it's been an institute forever. Have you ever heard of it? It's, no. a, it's out of London. Well, they, they did a lot of the testing on military people, like with drugs and LSD in the early you know, 60s, 50s. They've been around before okay. that. But supposedly, this is, this is you know, conspiracy, that they would give soldiers drugs and they would have them listen to music and then they could look at their pupils, they could see how their body reacted, whether their temperature, their heart rate, and they could see what musical frequencies were pleasurable to your ear. Right. Mm -hmm. So they can actually create notes or melodies that they know will yeah. be pleasurable to our ear. Like an yeah. The same way we know that that's annoying as hell, they could have something that they know is You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they know they nice. have these beats that you know is gonna obviously be uh, pleasurable to our ears. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's actually like a whole thing about the frequency 440 that music is tuned to that, yeah. that it's actually supposed to be 432. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I, okay, so to go into about? this, no, 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 but I've heard of this too where the music, all the music we get is at 440, but if you have it at 432, it's better for our ears. Or yeah, it's we, supposed to do something for your soul and like align your, your psyche better and stuff. Well, yeah. I believe that because everybody yeah. makes fun of me, but we are vibrational beings. We are buzzing yeah. constantly. So whether we're high vibration or low vibrational, music helps put us in that vibrational state. So yeah. that's why I think it's so important. And then also, this is, we're going totally crazy. You ever see this? videos where it's like subwoofers are, are you know going so loud that it can actually bend metal and like bend glass yeah, uh -huh. and they're like is it the bass or is it the music frequencies that are yeah, actually yeah. changing the you, have shape? you seen when they do the, like salt uh, science experiments with sound well, and yeah, vibration and it makes, it makes a, a pattern like yeah that's great yeah it's cool for sure music is a hell of a drug that's why we love that's it right. so much okay now let's get to the caption <laughs> contest you guys we ask you always to give us your best comment or caption this is me, um, I'm snorting garlic parmesan seasoning off of Black Darius's head. This is what I do every show, pre-show ritual to get kind of juiced up and jazzed up. Now let's let's see what the people said about it. Number four. John Cab. Rem oh wait, no, we're supposed to- start Doesn't matter, just go out of order, who cares? Just say it. Well, right. okay. Well, so if people can't figure out what number it is, they're- they, they Okay, number four. Reminds me of when Bugs Bunny made a fruit salad on Elmer Fudd's head. Okay, I don't get the well, reference. Well, but well, so this is why the Bugs Bunny- no, no, one, two, three, four. It doesn't matter. We well, can go I reverse had, order. We can do reverse graphic. cowgirl, Jimmy. We're okay, not like okay. you. We're not gay conversion therapy. Okay, one, Bo Biden. Worst ch selling Chia pet of all time. Okay, I kind of like that. Okay. Number two, Deception King 420. Why are you adding salt to the milk dud? Okay, I like that. Decepticon King. They're always good. 420 keeps smoking. All right, number three. A Zergle jerk. Darius, this is stupid. It is impossible for you to have lice, but okay, we'll try your family cure. See, that one's deep. I like that one. So, Brad, what are you thinking? Well, one, two, so three. we had the Bugs Bunny graphic, so you it goes along. Reminds me of when Bugs Bunny made a fruit salad on Elmer Fudd's head. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I remember. I don't remember, you don't remember that. that growing up. Yeah. I watched a lot of Looney Tunes. I mean, it was that that iconic of a Looney Tunes episode. He put a fruit salad on Bugs Bunny's head, or I mean, on Elmer. Classic Park. episode. That is a classic. That's sure. an instant classic. Gosh, yeah. I go back and watch. See, it I don't like Looney Tunes. There's not enough trans representation <laughs> in Looney Tunes. Mm. Like, well, wait, Bugs Bunny did was the first cartoon in drag, though. Was he? Well, wait, wait, wait. is I that think. Brad? Is that true? Because what what was that that awesome movie that with the uh, where it's live action where like the characters, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. The girl is so hot in that the uh -huh. female bunny is so hot. And the female bunny in Space Jam, that was one of the first things I ever jade off to. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, it was really bad. I'm really sexually confused because I always want to have sex with anime puppets instead of humans. That's kind of normal now. Yeah, it is. Actually, I kind of <laughs> created a new trend. But, uh, you know, we are what we are, and I am a flawed individual. Okay, Jimmy, before we get into this ad read, White Darius, come here. So, Brad, you might not know this. I'm actually training for a fight coming up in less than 10 days. I'll be fighting Mike Harrington at the Oof. Carnival of Combat. You can get tickets at carnivalofcombat.com. But we're, we're welcoming on a professional fighter tonight to give us some advice. But I want to show a little bit of my defense skills. A lot of people don't know this, but in boxing, you wear a cup. Put on the screen mask. Hurry, 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 hurry. So this is my title, Boxing Cup. People don't realize I have strength. Now, this is White Darius. He's going to be in a screen mask. He's going to hit me in the genitals as hard as he can. Ow! God! Why did you hit me so hard? You broke the broom on my head! Why did you hit me so hard? Get offset! Get, your butt crack is showing! 
gosh, almighty, that actually hurt. The broom hit my side dude, of my sack. he smoked you. Dude, he hit me so hard. Brad, did he take that a little too far? Well, it's because you're so well endowed, I think. Is that okay? Yeah, see, this doesn't hurt. Why didn't you just do this? <laughs> Okay, for the audience back home, when we rehearsed this, he no, literally was like, it lightly like it. tap yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, literally, I didn't know he was going to hit it that hard. Here, we got to zoom down a little. See, like, this doesn't hurt because I'm getting all the... Mm -hmm. I could do this all day. I'm just going to let this happen as long right, as it needs to happen. All right, do you want to do the ad read while you're music. hitting yourself? No, we can do a little music. Hi, 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 hey, hi, 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 Hurry, Darius! It's on the shelf! Hey, I, it's on that other shelf! Run! Run! Get the rhythm going. Hey, 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 saying in the chat? I don't know. White oh, Darius doesn't oh, oh, know how to get on camera. on camera. White Darius. We I didn't know. That's not my fault. All right. Get off set. All right. Um, Bad uh. Buddhist sent a super chat. Prime time with Alex Stein is the best show on the internet. Jimmy sucks. Just kidding. Jimmy doesn't suck. No. I like that, Bad Buddhist. You know, Bad Buddhist is the newest mod to the family. So congratulations, Bad Buddhist. You earned that mod. All right. Now let's get, let's get to pure health. If you're suffering from low energy, brain fog, or unexplained extra flab, you know what the problem could be? It could be your liver. You may not know it, but your liver is the foundation for good health. It performs more than 500 key functions like filtering toxins, breaking down nutrients, and keeping your cholesterol in check, son. But over time, your liver can start to wear down. And that's when you get energy crashes, belly fat, and trouble with memory and concentration. Fortunately, there's a simple solution. It's called Liver Health Formula. It contains 11 powerful herbs and nutrients clinically proven to recharge and revitalize your liver. It also helps protect against fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting more than 100 million Americans. Liver Health Formula is manufactured right here in the United States of America and approved by American doctors. And as a listener of this show, you can try Liver Health Formula and you get to receive a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce those sugar cravings when you order today. So go to GetLiverHelp.com slash Alex. Claim your free bonus gift while you still can. Again, that's GetLiverHelp.com slash Alex. Go there. Tell him I sent you. Fix that liver. All right. So Another super chat from Steve McGee. He said, I just jade off to that. <laughs> okay. That's not. You told how, me to read super chat. Is it a $20? How much was the super chat? Oh, it was only four ninety nine. Yeah, don't ever do that for a four ninety nine super chat. Just embarrass me <laughs> so, like that, uh, so and, or embarrass yourself. How much do they need to pay for that kind of super chat? To make you say something embarrassing like that, twenty bucks. But 20 to say bucks. something normal, like nice, like Alex is beautiful or Jimmy's an idiot, that's four ninety nine all day long. But uh, if they're gonna say something like that about Jay, I'm the only one that can Jay off on the show. This is my show. Brad can't Jay off. You can't Jay off. George can't Jay off. I'm the only one. Well, Aiden does Jay off, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm the Jay offer. Okay, is that that hard to understand? Yes. I mean, I'm going to stick this stick. You know, my producer went to gay conversion therapy. He's one of the most successful stories from our gay conversion oh, therapy wow. program. He got a girl pregnant somehow. Wow, that's interesting. He's about to have a baby. What do you think about that baby, Jimmy? Are you nervous? You're about to be a dad? Yeah. All right. You suck at improv, Jimmy. Why, like, why don't you say, oh, I'm going to be a dad. I'm nervous about this. Don't you say, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I just want to... Maybe he's really nervous. I know? am really like, nervous. He doesn't know what to no, say. No, the so baby like, started yeah. giving, we started having contractions last weekend. I'm like, oh shoot, is the baby coming? Apparently it's just a false alarm, a little fugazi. But my baby wants to meet me earlier than I want to meet her. Okay, don't say that about the baby. And I've been telling him, uh, if he would just bring Carrie to my house, I could do a home birth in my bathtub. Mm. We have a whirlpool. We can drink some wine. We can smoke a little. <laughs> cigarettes. Mm -hmm. She can. She's still smoking cigarettes, right? No, yeah, it helps it. Relax. Well, it does. Go, nicotine does help you go number two. So I've always said, hey, why not just smoke while you're pregnant? Well, and the baby's pushed on her internal organs, and that's like her colon, so it's harder for her to poop. So those cigarettes help. And you smoke the baby out. It's really great medical advice. <laughs> yeah, I know it is really yeah. good. My mom smoked like crazy with me, and I came out. I was born at six weeks or six months. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. I was covered in hair though, so they said that they, they didn't know if I was dead or alive. Um, the chat asked me to share my baby registry, so I'm going to pin it. Dude, in stop the chat. talking about your baby. Do not share your baby registry. Do not do that, Jimmy. If Lisa's in the chat, rat, delete that post. I don't want you guys to buy Jimmy one gift. My fans and my supporters are already getting him uh, cigars. Do not support Jimmy. He does not deserve your support. If anything, he deserves your hate. 
If you guys want to mail him a bag of turds, you want to mail him. I'd uh, love that. That'd be so fun. Oh, yeah, you would love a bunch of yeah. turds. I literally, I literally have my edible ants. <laughs> Eat one of those bugs because okay, Brad talks a lot about uh, George Soros and Klaus Schwab. Jimmy, actually, he went to Princeton. He thinks he's so smart. He's such a dumbass. Mm -hmm, I'm so smart. And he's eating. He's about to eat a bunch of live freeze-dried okay, bugs. Okay, so or look at these bad boys. That was what a real that? bug. That's a bug. You can't, oh, uh, you're just jumping to the 2030 agenda already? You're just like, let's I'm get to the I'm leaning into bugs. it. No, no reason to fight it. Just, uh -huh. just let it. We're come. not gonna win. Oh, we're gonna oh, we're gonna defeat Klaus Schwab and the deep crickets? state. No, what is it? I'm what eating kind of bugs, bugs now. I will be spared in the revolution. What kind of bug is that, Jimmy? Our guest asked. If you just be respectful and answer this question. These are black ants from Thailand. Black ants from Thailand. Okay. That sounds racist, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's there's actually not a lot of black representation in Thailand. If you that's think about what I'm it. saying. So it kind of sounds like you're trying to pull something. All right, now. We want to welcome on our next guest. I don't know well, if they're ready. We have the Penn State whole thing for B Block. I don't listen to what you, when you do the show and you give me all the blocks, I don't listen to anything you Well, say. we have, you know, what happened last year and then what happened this year. And you're going to be like, it was a wild time last year. But luckily, I defeated the woke mob because that's the title of this episode. All right, shut the hell up, show me. Guys, last year, Pimp on a Blimp, primetime Alex Stein is with Gavin McInnes in Penn State, and that's when I had a Penn State cutie hawk a on me longer than the border wall. It was gross, it was nasty, but you know what? I kind of liked it. I got to go on my biological stepdad's show, Tucker Carlson. So for me, it was a W. But what wasn't a W is they shut down the speech, and they actually proved that Antifa and agent provocateurs can shut down uh, an actual event. So... I was very thankful that I was invited back to speak at Penn State, where I spoke last night, Brad, and all of the Antifa soy boys were too scared to protest me. So let's play a clip from last year, and then we'll play a clip from this year. Oh, look at that loogie. That's disgusting. She's just spitting on me like I'm a... You know, spittoon. I mean, look at that. Ugh. Multiple angles, too. That's assault, brother. <laughs> That's a good edit. Now, okay, so... Who edited that? I hope, did you edit it, Jimmy? Yeah, you did, because you were locked down by the police. And you said, Oh, you're talking oh, about the original video. Yes, you had, I thought you edited that one. Yes, yes, you were. That was when you came right in handy. There. And what's funny is, Jimmy, I don't. Were, we, were you an official employee of the Blaze at that time? No, you were just like, please edit this. I can't edit it because the police have us locked down. And think about that. You did that, and then you ended up getting a job at the Blaze. So that shows you guys it's all about sweat equity. When you help a person out in need, it can have uh, pay big dividends later on. So... All right, now, last night, I brought my wife's boyfriend, Ontarius, and we were back for round two. We were brought there by a great college organization, Uncensored America, that stands for free speech. Now, let's play a clip from last night. Reporters in the back, you know, they're going to say that Gavin and I are racist. We tell them about how unracist Pimp on a Blunt is. Oh, man, there's, there's no racist born in this body. Look at his boob. Would Come I on. grab his boob if I was racist? Come on. This is Would I grab his breast if I was racist, college newspaper? Yeah. This is how we win the culture war. One black titty in all of our hands. You've heard of hands across America? This is called titties across America, and this is what's going to fix our problems. There you go. One titty at a time, people. One titty at a time. Wow, that's really inspiring. That was inspiring. So Penn State University, one of the finest uh, universities in America, brought on a great speaker to learn a big lesson. And that lesson, the whole point of my speech, and they wrote about it, is that I don't want young people, especially college kids, to play the victim. What do you think about victimhood, Brad? Mm, I think everybody should be a victim. No. And nobody is a victim. Oh, well, that's actually kind of smart. Do you think that's their plan? Because we talk about this, you know, Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, and you... you you, uh, you know, it's like projection. You accuse the other people of what you're actually doing, you know, mm -hmm. which I think is basically projection. So mm -hmm. is, is that what it is? It's like, you know, if you're a victim, if we're all victims, then... Yeah, it's like uh, if, if, you know, like as a white singer-songwriter acoustic guitar player, I've not had my own candy bar wrapper, right? And okay. so where's the representation there? Wow, or you should be on a box of crackers. Exactly. Well, there you go. Hey, wait a minute. Ah, Jimmy, are we allowed to say that on the internet? We're not on Twitch. I don't know if you can say that on Twitch. As long as, as, long as we're talking about eating crackers. Which we do, and then we eat them with peanut butter, we eat them mm -hmm. with cheese, we mm -hmm. eat them dipped in brie. Have mm -hmm. you ever had charcuterie? 
Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Someone called fancy, Alex uh, a cracker. It's fancy food. Nobody called. Oh, yeah. On the fancy street. people food. That's elitist. Is that elitist? Is charcuterie elitist, Jimmy? Would you agree with Brad's statement? I can't even pronounce charcuterie. But you stop, Jimmy. We know you can pronounce that. You went to Princeton. <laughs> if it's hard to pronounce, then it's elitist. Spell Mississippi, Jimmy. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. That's why I hired him. Mm. I'm good at that one. That's your only one you can. That's the only one you can spell. Yeah. Have you seen like the uh, the candy bar wrappers with like you know the rainbow on it and stuff like? Yeah, that? Yeah, I love that. That's all I, the, you're talking about this rainbow. This is the best. That rainbow one right world. there. I, I don't have my own flag. When do I get my own? Wait, Alex, you're forgetting the the brother flag to that. Oh, the Palestinian flag. Yeah. Gays for Palestine. So, what do you think about uh, the representation of gay men and Palestinian culture? Do you think that they blend together like a delicious smoothie from Smoothie King, or are they like salt and vinegar? They don't, or what is it, oil and vinegar? They don't mix. I think it's time for progress. We need progress. We need more LGBT representation in Palestine. Okay, Jimmy. So Website promo. Oh, now this is an actual good one. Let me take off all, well, I'll just keep the flags. So you guys might not know this, but we are doing big things here at The Blaze. We just had a launch of our new website. Go to theblaze.com where you're going to get news without a bunch of ads, without a bunch of clickbait bullcrap. You're going to get the straight facts with no censorship whatsoever. We don't have to worry about being hosted on any platform or getting, you know, whatever, censored or canceled. That's what's great about the new Blaze website is that it's going to be different than all other news sites, and it looks hip, it looks fresh. You're going to know what I'm doing. You're going to know what other Blaze Media hosts are doing, but you're actually going to get new investigative journalists uncovering stuff, and you're going to get it straight from the source. So that's what makes this new website launch so important and so different than other website launches. It's not just a makeover. It's not just something to make it look prettier. It's going to be an actual new destination for news, for information. So everybody, if you support me, if you support The Blaze, make sure to go to theblaze.com and check out our new website. I know I would appreciate it. I know all the people that worked hard on it at The Blaze would appreciate it. And I'm telling you, like everything, you know, it takes time to grow, but this will be a new place, a landing page for good information without all the bullcrap that you're going to get from all the woke, lamestream media companies like New York Times. What was the New York Times doing, Jimmy? They, they, they hired a pro-Hitler journalist. Is that true, Jimmy? Yes, to report on the war in Gaza. And they defended it, saying he can be impartial reporting on the Israel-Hamas war. Well, guys, none of our reporters are going to be uh, pro-Hitler. So that's what you're going to get. When you go to theblaze.com, we are very anti-Hitler. We hate Hitler. Hitler sucks. You're going to learn all about that. If you want to learn how much Hitler sucks, go to theblaze.com. All right. So, Jimmy, where is our next guest? Waiting for us. Our next guest is a mixed martial artist and one of the most canceled men on the Internet. Please welcome on my friend, Joel Bauman, a.k.a. King Bow. Welcome to the show, my friend. Shout out Red Pill Threats. Okay, wait, looks like there's a delay. Looks like there's a delay, Jimmy. Why is your delay when Joel is perfectly great? It sounds good. Why is your delay, Jimmy? I'm going to come here and stick can this. You, can you hear Joel? Yeah, can you hear me, Joel? Yes, wait, wait. I can hear you. Okay, but now I can't see Oh, him wow, there's a nice delay. What? No, um, I think it's working now. Say something, Joel. Hey, 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 what's going on? See, it's something, gosh, we're so late now. Jimmy, you always mess this up, dude. No, it's not you, Joel. It's probably us. Like... Look at this. Joel, I'm testing out my jock strap for my fight. Can you hear me? <laughs> I love it. I love it. When is your fight, brother? Okay, 10 days, November 4th. But, Joel, that's why I brought you on. Because you're a professional fighter, because you've mixed it up, a lot of people don't realize, and, and I realize it now just from sparring, and I've not, at your level, you would kick my ass in two seconds. But my point is, I didn't realize getting in the ring, trading blows, like, I didn't realize how hard the sparring process is. And it makes me a little more nervous for the fight. Not that I'm scared of him, but I just didn't realize I've been sparring with guys that are 150 pounds, and usually I'll beat them, you know, I think I'll, but I get hit hard. It hurts, dude. The sparring's hard. So you, as a collegiate wrestler, you, your whole life, how, how have you been able to take the sparring, and is that what's made you such a good fighter? Uh, I think that, uh, hear me out, you're now starting to spar, and if someone want to tag them back, so that's innate in all of us. Oh, my gosh, Joel, we got we to gotta hang up and call you back. Something's wrong with that's our fine. screen. Oh, my gosh. Jimmy, did we do a test earlier? We did. And how did the test go? It was on about a 20-second delay, so we've really improved to a 10-second delay. Are you being sarcastic? 
You asked me to improvise. No, I didn't ask you to be. I never asked you to improvise. Well, I've asked you to produce my show me, Jimmy. I've never once asked you to improvise. I've, the only thing that I ask you, the only requirement of you is to produce the damn show. And when guests come on, there's not a 20 second delay so we can actually talk to them because I only have an hour long each Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. I don't have time to jack around and hit myself in the dick all day long mm -hmm. because you don't know how to work Skype. I don't understand why it's so difficult sometimes. I don't understand either. <laughs> I don't understand no a lot of things. He has no answer to everything I say. Brett, I tell him dress nicer, act better, this and that. Jimmy does well, not. Well, I did. I'm wearing a coat. So, so I, there's no, the tank top is not visible. You okay, can't see. Okay, now we got Joel back on. Jimmy, shut up. Joel, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Still a little bit of a delay. Oh, my gosh. Joel, you're great. We did this testing, but my producer, Jimmy, he smokes crack, I think. I don't know what his deal is, but there's a little bit of a delay. Um, Okay, well, let's just try to do this as much as we can because we're going to have to have you back on, Joel. So, because the audio is not great, come here, Darius. I want Joel to kind of give me a little pointers. Come here, White Darius. Now, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to start punching this man. you got to get the handheld, Sean. Let's get the handheld now if you guys can see me. Okay, Joel, can you hear me? I don't know if he can hear me. Jimmy, why does our Skype never work? Because we it runs on Windows 98. Okay, yeah, stay a little wide. Don't get too close. Okay, so, Joel, when I fight, I don't know if he can, if he can hear me, but I'm just trying to go over my strategy. I'm going to be using my jab. I'm not really punching you. I'm just, gonna, I'm just kind of practicing. Don't Just wait, just wait. I'm saying, Joel, I'm going to be punching with my jab a lot. Is that my best defense to actually punch, or is my best defense to bob and weave and try to move away from the hits? Always move forward. Always move forward. Move forward with the jab and tuck your head behind your jab. Wait, wait, Joel. Actually, because it's funny when I'm boxing, I'm, I'm I'm moving to the side. Why do I go forward so I don't miss him or so I press him? Is it a mental thing or is it a physical thing? Mental key, but when you go forward, they are always back leg. So you always want to go forward, always forward. No matter what. But how do I protect my face? Am I using my right to protect my face and mainly punching with my jab, in your opinion? Or am I going to do the one-two a lot? One-two, in your opinion. No, man. Always keep that right next to your chin. Always keep the right hand right next to your chin. That way it fires off. It's going to fire off from there. Okay, so now we're going to do a little punching thing. So I punch, no, it's this hand. We're going to do just a little drill. You go like this. No, no. Do a fist. We're going to practice punching like this. Then go like this. Joe, how good is that? Look at that punching! Now hit me in the dick! Hit me in the dick! With the broom! Don't punch me in the dick! Don't punch me in the dick! Don't touch my penis! Stop! Stop! Joel, I have my cup on. Grab the stick and hit me with it one time. Joel, what do you think of White Darius's pants? Um, I got some like it, so I can't judge. God, oh, there you go. get off set now! Oh, 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 oh. Are you okay? I'm fine. I can barely feel it. My penis hurts. You want your stick back? No, I don't want my stick. I got the boxing gloves. You need the stick for protection. I'll, I'll hold on. All right, Joel, what's been going on with you? Let, let's play. No, stop massaging hey, my we, dick. We got, we got his interview clip if you want to play Play the that. clip, the Jimmy Kimmel Challenge clip. So all those doubting my NFT, you're looking at the guy. That's the reason that college athletes and high school athletes are getting paid today. Mr. Influencer to Influencers. Secondly, Jimmy Kimmel, viral this. I fight to eradicate childhood malnutrition from the planet. And until they release the flight logs, you, the mainstream media, Hollywood, are all pedophiles to me. Eat dick. That's awesome. Yes, isn't that awesome, Brad? <laughs> that went super. That went super viral. I think it had probably over 100 million views oh, easily. That's awesome. Um, so tell us what's the latest with that. I know you and I went out to LA, but I just love that you're so censored. And every time you win a fight, you call people out. So what has been the most successful thing when you use your fighting platform to actually wake people up to what's going on in the real world? You know, it's crazy, man. I've lost six TikToks. Um, I've lost over 100,000 followers on TikTok. I believe that if I was never censored, I would have millions and millions of followers right now. I don't think it would be close. 
Um, they removed my viral interview that you just saw from UFC Fight Pass. If that were to go, um, I think that would have done, like you said, hundreds of millions of views on that platform. So going viral on YouTube, or excuse me, on Facebook right now, I'm banned from YouTube, uh, from March. And it's me calling out Jimmy Kimmel, talking about him being on the list and how they're going to use you know, Project Bluebeam to distract us to essentially usher in communism in the New World Order. Uh, and that's going that's going viral for March. So it's just very interesting, man. All of my numbers continue to go up and I don't really have to do anything. So it's awesome. No, and Joel, I love you, dude, because like I said, whenever you win, you actually use that platform like you think before. Hey, if I win, I'm going to do this. So I really respect that. Now, the last thing I want to be able to show me because we're only going to be able to talk to Joel so long because we're kind of having some Internet issues. But, Joel, I want you to tell my producer, my producer, Jimmy, is an idiot. He thinks we landed on the moon because his grandfather gave a, a pro, he was a proctologist for one of the astronauts. I'm not even kidding. So will you please tell him that we didn't land on the moon and will you school him on the tell ice me. wall, please? <laughs> are you familiar with the ice wall jimmy yeah he tells me about it every day yeah you should definitely look into the ice wall the ice wall the I firmament that there's more land the, what what's the barrier that we're not supposed to be able to go through the firmament yeah the firmament yep jimmy you admit that the firmament is real though correct well in a in a biblical sense yes okay well, oh one thing that i would say is i'm on a i'm in a movie called level with me Level With Me is done by my boy, Sean Hibbler, and he has the clip of the gentleman going down to the bottom of the ocean and then not being able to go through because there was a lake at the bottom of the ocean, but he hit the lake with his summer and he couldn't go through as if there were a firmament and they show that footage and then he came out and a week later he died. That's true, Jimmy. There's footage where a guy's in a submarine, and so they go to a part of the ocean. This is all on camera where it's like that he gets it the way the guy describes it. They're at the bottom of the ocean, and then all of a sudden there's another lake. Like they can see the border, and there's water, and the water's so thick. He said when they tried to take the submarine lower, it was bouncing off it as if there was something, but it was just water around, and so he described it as another lake. So I don't know, Jimmy. In the Great Borehole, the deepest that we can physically dig, Russia digged eight miles deep. Mariana's Trench, the deepest part of our ocean, is only eight miles deep. Deep. Yet space is a lot farther than eight miles high, so it's kind of weird here on Earth. That is the physical deepest level that we can go as human beings, Jimmy, is eight miles. Don't you think that? Don't you think that seems a little like short or small or not that long of a distance? No. Eight miles seems like a long distance to you. Eight miles is pretty far. No, it's not. Eight that's the deepest part down. of our ocean is eight miles. You think that's that deep? Eight miles is eight, that deep? So you're saying it's just harder to deep dig past eight miles. It's we impossible. can't go past deep. Like they've tried so to take we, submarines. They've so tried they, the Great Borehole. This is all fact. We cannot go deeper than eight miles. Don't you think that's kind of weird? That Shut is a little weird. That is weird. Hey, um, King Bao, a quick question. Um, are you yes. still trying to mess with NFTs? Because I tried to do that and I, I lost a lot of money. So I know you so, were big into that. Here's the thing. No, I mean, here's the thing. My, it wasn't NFTs necessarily that we were doing. We had an NFT utility to what we were doing. Um, it's just that there's a lot of scammers and a lot of money uh, just because people would scam us. They, you know, would be developers and then they say they were developers, but they never develop anything. Uh, is, is Logan so, yeah, Paul's NFT burned. a scam? Yes, Logan Paul's NFT. What did you think about the Logan Paul, Dylan <laughs> Danis fight? Because we got to let you go soon in about two minutes. What did you think about that fight? Was that all fake garbage bullcrap? Um, I don't, you know what, bro? I don't know why fighters would fake fighting. I personally have no idea why they would. Um, I just think that there were, they were both emotional and that's, you saw two emotional men fight and it was a shit show. No, you, you know, I mean, not necessarily that it's fake, but I'm saying like they create this drama, like it's actually going to be a good fight. Like Dylan Dan, Danis has been training, but then after the fight, he's like, I didn't do a proper camp. I didn't do this. Dude, you've been, they've been known about this fight for a year. What is his excuse for not doing a proper camp in your opinion? Um, well, he doesn't have a team and I feel like he doesn't have a team because of some of the personal choices that he's made. But, uh, I don't think that, you know. I just think that they both were emotional, bro. And when two men are emotional, you're going to have the worst outcome of anything. We can't be emotional and think we're going to do well. Okay, what's the best advice you can give me for my upcoming fight when I get in that ring and it's go time? And they hit are you the fighting for real? Hold up, hold up. Is this a gimmick? No, this is real. Fighting I'm fighting real? Carnival of Combat against Mike Harrington. I know we're joking, but this is a real fight. 
three rounds, two, if I win the first two, whoever wins the first two rounds wins. So it might be two rounds or three if, if it's tied after two. This is a okay. real fight in Tampa November 4th, and I'm freaking out because the guy I'm fighting has three fights already. Okay, so I would say uh, you're going to have an adrenaline dump, so pace yourself. Don't, don't, <laughs> you're going to want to lay hands on him, bro, but your first fight, this is your first fight. Uh, he's already got the first fight jitters out of him. Don't go crazy right away. Just stay calm and just focus on landing, landing your jabs and going forward. Just go forward, feel his power, and then don't get freaked out. Wow, Joel. Man, you are such a badass. But we're going to have you on again right now because there's a little bit of a delay. we got to figure that out. But that's on us because we always have internet issues. But, Joel, tell the people where they can find you and support you before you go. And thank you for being a good buddy and hopping on late notice. I really appreciate all the support you've given me for, for really no reason other than that, you know, you just like me and I like you. So, dude, I'm happy to call you a friend. So tell the people how they can support you. Absolutely, man. Underscore King B-A-U. Alex Stein is my internet rival. He is my brother. Uh, he's, he's, he's currently, you know, the GOAT. Um, and I always find ways to have to try and best him. So and you do best me. You best rival. me all the time. All right, dude. Hey, well, I was, sorry, yeah. the, the live chat is freaking out. They what? want me to ask this. What do you think of Alex training while being a vegan? Vegetarian, excuse me. Is Alex? So hold up, hold up. I'm mostly, I'm mostly vegan. Yeah. When I train like I mostly do a high alkaline vegan diet, mostly because a lot of people don't realize why the question is, why do we do that? And the reason is meat is acidic. It causes inflammation in the body. My company has an all natural anti-inflammatory that lowers the inflammation in a human. I take that for a reason because inflammation is what we want to stay away from. So your recovery, I would say I've noticed for me that my recovery is through the roof when I just keep it plant-based because I'm not creating that acid environment in my system. What a genius! Gosh, Joel, you're so smart. And there actually was a documentary about this called Game Changers where people actually said they recovered faster because of the same exact reason that Joel just said. So a lot of people are calling me a soy boy. I don't care because I eat enough peanuts. I eat enough <laughs> eggs. So I do get some protein. I'm not a little protein bitch-ass princess like Jimmy. So... <laughs> We're going to freaking, I'm going to knock this guy's head off his shoulders in the ring, all right? So, Joel, please stay on the I'm lookout. And I'm going to have you back on to thank you personally. And we got to have you in studio. So, I'm going to have Jimmy reach out, and uh, we're going to book you in studio very soon. Okay, let me know. Thank you, Joel. Thanks, Joel. All right, what a badass. I know, Brad. Sorry, we had a little technical oh, difficulties. Jimmy, cool why guy. do you... Why do you always mess everything up? Every episode, you've messed up this whole entire episode. Brad, tell Jimmy how bad he's done today. You're doing a, a terrible job. I really have been messing up. It's not even a joke at this point. It's gone from bad funny to just bad bad. Yeah, it's not even laughable bad. I'm not laughing over here. Brad is like a well-known, famous artist. Play his <laughs> song now. Well, I mean, you are in this well, in, in our in our circles. You're very well known. Well, can we play the uh, uh, Fauci song? Okay, we'll oh, pull play, it up. Play Fauci. Yeah, but I think we uh, I think we had to edit it. Why well, did you so edit what it I little? did is I had to speed it up just a teeny tiny bit to avoid copyright. You can barely tell the difference, though. Oh, I have a feeling you can tell the difference. Oh, you're gonna play sad little man. Okay. Oh, that's fast. Yeah, that's really fast. Yeah. Sad little man sitting deep no, I can barely alive. tell though. Cause the truth is for him and the lie is for you. Sad little man, but he's treated like a that way, isn't it? No, I like it. No, it's not better, but I kind of like it, so we don't get that ass cat BMI uh, strike. Now you get a third. Sad little man, sad little man, you better run now while you know you can. gotta remix that. I love it. So, so what would you call your style? It's your folk singer and songwriter. Is that the correct terminology, or am I putting it in a box? Uh, no, that, I mean that's fine. Singer songwriter. I don't know. My style changes from from one song to the next. But do you ever go like hard rock? Do you do a lot of the hard stuff? Not really. Not not too hard. But like the latest song, "Ain't No Rock and Roll," is like a classic rock and roll kind of song. Ironically, it is. but yeah. Well, I mean, I always wonder this as an artist, like, you know, Jimmy and I are terrible artists, but we rap and so, uh, and we make songs. And I've noticed, I think the songs that are the most successful, and, you know, obviously I'm not as successful as you, are the simple songs, you know, mm -hmm. like a simple melody or a simple yeah. thing that doesn't have a lot of uh, 
different edits or chops. No, or, you don't need a bunch of yeah. a bunch of that. Like all those songs, even "Sad Little Man," it's only three chords. And you can get a, get away with a lot with that. Wow, with three chords. Three chords. Jimmy. That's all the best songs are three chords. G, C, and D, and you can you can write a, you can you can play a million number one hit songs. Have you heard any of our songs, Jimmy? Do we have any of our songs to play for Brad? Well, n no, I didn't think we'd have time. Okay, but we good. have the Fauci Ouchie song, so we wrote a Fauci song too. Yeah, we have a Fauci mm -hmm. song. Okay, let's play our Fauci song. Oh well, I don't have it ready, but <sighs> there he goes again. Well, I, I, th I figured he had heard it. No, why would he hear our song? I only listen to my Fauci songs. Yes, dude, uh. he's, like, he's a Fauci purist, <laughs> Well, man. that was a very big missed opportunity. No, yeah, I, I'm Jimmy. pretty sure I have heard it, but if you are going to play it, you have to play it uh, twice as fast like you did with yes. mine. Yes. Okay, well, speaking of BPMs being a little faster, let's watch this clip of Will Ferrell and Snoop Dogg recreating one of the greatest songs of all times, Boats and Hoes. <laughs> So did you know Snoop Dogg's son is gay? Who? Snoop Dogg, his son is gay. Oh no, I didn't know that. Good for him. Well, in black culture, they oftentimes discriminate against mm, a little are they embarrassed do you think i don't know why is white darius walking on set what white darius they can't see oh. you cameraman's not used to you walking on set because this is his first day on our show oh wait. hi 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 everyone oh i was just going to say snoop dogg yeah you know how he found out what how he found out what his son was sucking a bunch of white get out get out of here gosh oh my <laughs> jimmy Will you handcuff Darius? Why is he coming on here talking well, about- Well, I wanted him to finish the story, because wasn't it you, White Darius? Yeah, was it you? It was caught with you. That's why you know the story so well. Mm. Was it your penis that he sucked on? He, like, marched over here, here, like, yeah, I know exactly here. why. Yeah, come here. Was well, he, that, he was so bold about it, because that's why- I mean, and the funny thing is, he was wearing those exact pants. That's what turned him gay. Wait, I was at a- uh, I thought I was responding to a Craigslist ad to make a uh, OnlyFans video with a female, and it just turned out to be a. You found on Craigslist an OnlyFans <laughs> ad to make sex with a female? Yeah, yeah, it made total sense. Okay, sing your song for Brad. Which one? <laughs> Which one did you write for the show? I mean, uh, 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 there is the um, is the. I don't wanna hear you say. Tell me why, but that's that's wait, a Chris Chan uh, single. Oh, wait, what? Wait a minute, Chris <laughs> Chan. I feel like I've heard a little bit of that song before. Yeah, you, okay. Uh, it's yeah. Tell me why yeah. I never wanna hear you say I have it that way. Okay, no, that's mm -hmm. that's not a good song. Sing one of your songs. I ha I asked you to write a song for Brad specifically. Okay, there is the Juggalo version of Bromance. I wanna slit your throat. No, right stop now. saying that's a threat. That's do not do threat. Do not, I need. Dude, the microphone's getting wet with Windex. Do you ever do you ever spray glass cleaner on any of your employees? Mm. I don't. I don't have employees. Oh well, I have one, and they're gonna I spray have my kids away sometimes. Do you spray your kids? Get away! No, my I don't. hand stinks <laughs> from that boxing glove. Do you smell that? Yeah, it smells like shit. <laughs> it's stinky. <laughs> All right, so. Jimmy, what do we have to do now? We got to react to the Sweden clip? Yes. Okay, now look at this clip coming straight out of Sweden. Conspiracy theories you got. Finland is not a real country. It is just a guy set up by the country of Japan so that they can do free fishing in the area that Finland occupies, but it's just the ocean. Wait, 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 elaborate, what? So Japan wants to have a really good fishing spot that nobody knows about, so they created the guys of Finland and Finland is not really there. It's just the ocean. Finland is the fishing spot? Like, yes. we got boats here? Yes. So, on maps, you'll see the country Finland. But if you really go there, it's not. It's just, there is no country to the east of Sweden. What, what about all the Finnish people? The Finnish people, they're really Swedish. Yeah. Have you ever met anybody from Finland? Uh, I guess I haven't. No, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> So, Brad, have you heard of this conspiracy? No, I haven't heard and this you know, one. You know what makes it good? I did a little research on it, too. The reason why I added this clip. Do you know why it's called Finland? Mm. The fin of a fish. Oh. 
Finland. So it's water. So I don't know if this is true. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying Finland doesn't exist, but have you ever met anybody that's from Finland? Mm, I don't think I have, no. Jimmy, have you? Jimmy's gonna be like, I'm gonna oh, say no just to keep the conspiracy going. Well, I flew into Helsinki earlier this summer, and that's technically in Finland. Yeah, Helsinki is, but technically it's in Sweden, according to that uh, conspiracy theorist. Mm. You know what? I I can't tell apart Sweden and Finland, so that's what I'm saying. She was really certain, like <laughs> in what she was saying. Like she had the only history on that. Like she she was the one person that knew that. Well, it's actually if you type it in, is Finland real? There's all this stuff on. Is there here. a whole bunch? I've never heard that. Before. I've never heard that. I was so shocked. I mean, look at it. listen. We'll go right now. Jimmy, we're 20 people away from 1,000. 20 more chat rush. Share this now. Gosh. While you're sharing, I'll read the latest super chat from Channel Julio. Mac Daddy on a dirigible. Rumor has it that White Darius has a tramp stamp that says live and that you have a stamp laugh and OG Darius has love. What's <laughs> next prime prime scrapbooking with Alex Stein? Okay, that took a little figure out. Basically, he's saying <laughs> White you know, Darius has live tattooed. You have laugh tattooed and black Darius has love tattooed on your butt cheeks yeah, so it's live, live laugh, laugh love yeah on our butt cheeks but how much I only that? have a rash on my butt cheeks yeah I know I only have like on my trans stamp it's like only that did you know that he's an unregistered sex offender he's a sex offender we just haven't registered him yet he's not on any stop <laughs> grabbing my junk dude he's an unregistered sex offender <laughs> His butt has been hanging out in the I back. I know the we whole could, time. We could uh, see you if you got that tattoo. That's technically a crime. If you were to yeah. go to a school with those pants and your butt crack was exposed, that would be sexual assault. Okay, well, let's take a step back. Uh, let's return to those pants because mm-hmm. no one asked you to wear those pants Stand today. up, stand we up. We didn't sure. have All a right. bit about those pants. You just showed up in whatever that is. Please. <laughs> if, when you say he's unregistered, if he went to it outside of an elementary school, like dressed like exact, if he just walked from here to an elementary school. He'd be fine. He would be. He's unregistered. Immediately arrested. He's unregistered. Stop. He's 100% unregistered. Now do a twirl. Let's see that derriere. He looks like a Pixar character. Like, you know, the oh. Pixar, they have the unrealistic <laughs> looking legs. Stop. Your butt crack is going to show, dude. It has not been shown yet. It yeah. looks like Mr. Incredible's legs. Let me see something real quick. Or Mr. Gru are from uh, Despicable Me. Are the pants flammable? No, they're not. They're like plastic. Please, they're like. I don't know if they're flammable. What if they are? Oh my gosh, they didn't burn. All right, good. They're not flammable. I'm a little bit of a pyro uh, maniac. Is that what it's called, uh, Jimmy? Yep, pyromaniac, and that's what you are. That is definitely Where what I am. Where do you find those pants? Etsy. Oh, you ordered those on Etsy? Yeah, you can do, uh, order anything on Etsy. Like, all of my clothing comes from Etsy. You were like, <laughs> those look good. I'm going to get those. And then they came to you in the mail? Yeah. And then you put them on. And you were like, well, I, first fit well. I, I'm going to wear them to the show today. Well. I was like fat. Well, let's not talk well. over each other. <laughs> I was too fat. So I had to get, you know, I had to like lose 10 pounds. And then I did. And then I wanted to do a Gavin McInnes joke where I was going to talk about, you know, Cinevites. And what does Cinevites mean? What is that? That sounds anti-Semitic or something, Jimmy. Uh, it's a BDS. Oh, and, uh, God. It goes again. What is everything about BDSM and being an unregistered sex offender and wearing pants five sizes too small? What is well, your deal? It's like leather, BDSM. Like, so it's like, you know, it's a whore thing. It's Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of all the things Ben Shapiro would do sacrifice what does ben shapiro have to do with this this was all an elaborate joke that did not get to be uh heard and now they're hearing it jimmy what do they think about this elaborate ben shapiro joke that doesn't make any sense they're they're pretty confused yeah i'm confused as (laughs) hell they said white darius needs a makeover and Brad, you roasting him is great. Please continue to do so. But a- actually, Brad, I have a genuine question. Since you've been in the music industry, I'm assuming you've seen groupies, crazy fans, just weirdos. Is there a comparable creature to White Darius in the music industry? Uh, I will say I've never seen such tight leather pants in my entire career. In an industry full of leather tight pants. Yeah, I mean that says um, a lot. But uh, no, there's nothing like you out there. You're ri- you're really? special. There was no emo guy that did it either. No, because you, you're like a you're like an amalgamation of of different things. Are you familiar with Christian? <laughs> with what? With Christian? Do you know who Christian is? 
Uh, I think he's this a guy. This is Memphis he, design. This is Memphis design. Okay. We don't care about that. We don't know what he said. That's from Etsy, though. Yeah, I know, but this style is Memphis design. Oh, that's what that motif uh, is. You are your you are yourself, and it's a beautiful thing. I don't know about beautiful. I don't know. It looks like a car wreck. You can if put a that car on like wreck a is beautiful. Hallmark card. <laughs> no, 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 no Hallmark I'm card. Trying to be encouraging here because I feel Don't encourage bad him. About don't. The pants. He's here to get abused. He's here to get run through the mill. You He's look ridiculous. Go change your pants. Perfect answer. Do not show your butt crack. Do not stop. Stop, Darius. Do not, not show your butt No, get off set without your butt. God. All right. $20 super it. chat from Mikey. Brad, Alex, thank you for speaking out for the millions of us normies who dealt with the COVID slash vax authoritarians all around. Never forget. Yeah, never forget. We don't want to talk too much about COVID, but Brad, when did you get awake to all the nonsense? Was it COVID that woke you up? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I was deep down some other rabbit holes before COVID came along, but that really pushed me to speak out musically, yeah. Yeah, I mean, COVID, for me, I was already awake. I was already a conspiracy theorist, mm -hmm. but it kind of just um, confirmed a lot of my conspiracies yeah. about government control. And do you think they're going to do it again? Do you, I think that they're going to yeah. do some sort of lockdown or pandemic. I again. think they're going to come after the kids next because grandma wasn't enough, you know. They were like, you know, grandma killer. Well, but real quick, do you think it's worse with them using COVID to go after the kids or the sexual indoctrination with all the trans and the pride flags in elementary school? Because listen, I'm not anti-pride flag. I love a pride flag outside of a gay bar. I know I'm going to walk in there. I'm going to get free drinks. But the only difference between a, a gay person and a straight person is their sexual preference. So I think it's very obvious that the flag celebrates somebody's sexual preference. I don't understand why an elementary school student would need to celebrate their sexual preference or even a middle school student for that matter. Right. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. I mean, all the attacks on the kids. I mean, that's what, you know, that's something that drove me too. It's just thinking about my kids. And I think everybody woke up to that over the last couple of years. It wasn't just COVID. And then it, all of a sudden it was a whole attack on children. So it's gross. Well, speaking of attacks, now we're going to check out some of the Israeli defense. What does the F stand for? Uh, Israeli defense force. Are you sure it's not federation? I'm almost certain. Okay. Well, I'll believe you on this one because you went to Princeton. Now let's check out these hot ladies. So these are some hot Jewish babes, Jimmy? Yep. These are who's fighting Hamas. This, so this was posted on the actual IDF Instagram like a week before Hamas attacked. Honestly, if those women attacked me, I'd just let them. What, White Darius? Why are you coming on set, White Darius? Again. I can't see you. What are you coming on set for? Did Israel actually stop, advertise? No, stop. You're not allowed to see women to get his microphone. Get off set. Stop showing your butt crack, Darius. Seriously. Gosh, dude. This is his wallet. Good. Now I got his wallet. We're going to commit credit card fraud. All right. Order him some new pants. Look at his AAA card right here. Freaking AAA. This is all mine now. Oh. <laughs> it's all mine. Yeah, I'm not trying to dox you, but dude, what, how much money do you have? You have $2? What is even the <laughs> point of having a wallet? And what is all these schizo receipts, dude? It's for Make sure that I, you know, they don't like change the tip amount. It's his oh my off. gosh, this is crap. Get this crap out of my set. All right, now we got to go back. Who won the caption contest, Jimmy? Uh, so I Let's bring up the original photo so we can show it. Remind everyone how wonderful it is. No, it was one terrible. Second, one second. It was one of the worst caption contests so we've this ever is the, done. This is the winner, number one. Worst selling <laughs> chia pet of all time. <laughs> Did you like that that's, one, Brad? That's good. Yeah, sure. I didn't think that one was that good. It was, it was pretty evenly. I think evenly we're about voted. to get rid of the caption contest, Jimmy, unless you start picking it up. You need to start picking better captions. You need to start picking better pictures. Pictures with nudity, that might work. Do you think that, that would get more clicks? That definitely mm. would get more clicks. You're absolutely mm. right about that. However, last time we posted a half-naked man, Don Terrace, we got a strike because his man boobs are so big. They mistook him for a large black woman's tits, and it just... It was bad. Well, speaking on that, we did show Don Terrius' C-cup titties tonight. Yeah. Are we foreseeing any issues no, with that? No, we're going to get demonetized, but I figured it was worth it. Did you blur the nipple at least? No, I did not. It was too much. It would have, we've had to blur half the screen. It's... <laughs> show it again. Yeah, why do you, can we, can we play the Don Terrius clip from Penn State? Look at that. <laughs> that's a breast. I know, but that's a man. I know, Jimmy. All you had to do is, you could put a little, like, Dr. Fauci face on that right there. I, I could have. 
He looks naked from this angle. What does that feel like? It honestly feels very soft and something nice. Yeah, it feels nice. Kind of like, have you ever held a cat? Like, you know, that sounds weird. I didn't like, expect you to, to go there, but sure, yeah, I've held yeah, a cat. Yeah, but you know, like a cat is soft and nice. It's kind of, and uh -huh. then you could feel some bone in there. Like, I know, it felt like <laughs> I was, well, I could feel kind of his breastplate a little bit, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was nice. It, and it filled the whole hand up. It's yeah. like, um, you ever go to like Texas Roadhouse and you grab a whole handful of peanuts? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what it feels like, a handful of peanuts? Soft peanuts. Interesting. Soft peanuts. Yeah, like, like okay. gelatin peanuts, kind of gross peanuts. And then the sweat and the cocoa butter. And uh, no, it was actually a great... So his breast feels like a uh, cat and soft peanuts. The softness of the cat, the the like grip of a peanut, you know where the peanut yeah. shows like kind of gripping outside of okay. your fingers, yeah, you know, yeah. that's why I kind of, you know, kind of squishy. And then yeah. at the same time, there's a lot of oxytocin spread. Now they say that, you know, you... Did you know the love hormone? Are you familiar with oxytocin? Mm, mm. Every time we make love, we get off set right now. Do not hop on set. Every time we make love, we have a hormone called oxytocin that is released. And this is actually the hormone that makes us attracted to other people and makes us fall in love. So you can release oxytocin not just from sex. So I had a lot of oxytocin going, and my wife's boyfriend is a hell of a guy. And I just want to thank Don Terry's for always being there for my wife when I'm here at work. He comes home. Now, I do get a little mad. He eats my leftovers. I don't know why he does that. <laughs> is your wife's boyfriend, does he eat your leftovers? Mm -hmm. I understand. I understand what you're saying. It's hard. So man. who has better titties, Dontarius or White to Darius? Dontarius has better titties mm. than White Darius. Is that your first time touching his, his No, breast? are you kidding? I've sucked on those titties. I've milked those titties. We actually, we've made cheese. We made mozzarella with, those, uh, with the breast milk from those tits. The first time, were you like, ooh? Was it like, oh, that's actually, feels like a cat. Yeah, the first time I was a little surprised, but now, this is, like I said, in yeah. this clip, I'm talking about, there was, a, in the 80s, you, I don't know if you remember Hands Across America, we were all gonna connect. I think this would be a lot better if we did Titties Across America. 100%. And it was obviously consensual. Wait, what is the music on for? Am I supposed to know what the music is on for? No, we were just pushing buttons. Okay, oh. Jimmy, why are you always back there pushing random buttons and while I'm massaging a man's breast? I just thought it would fit the vibe. <laughs> that, that was pretty good breast massaging music. That is true. How would you rate Jimmy's job as a producer tonight? Uh, C minus. It's pretty good, pretty good. What was your GPA at Princeton? Uh, like a three, four. It was really hard. That's a, that's a B though, right? Yeah, well, I took all the. There's still athlete classes even at Ivy League schools. You, so you take had sociology. a B plus average from Princeton, and you're saying that that was not good. Is that what you're trying to say? It, it was. It was more like you're such, dude. You need to go back to gay conversion therapy because you're becoming gayer by the minute, dude. Seriously. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Tough out there. I, I do had, have a question for Brad, though. Quick question, please. No, pretty no. please. I had a 2.6 GPA, Brad, and uh, I yeah. barely graduated from LSU, and I'm much smarter. Look at than you Jimmy. now, though. Yeah, look at me now. I'm letting guys, I'm paying guys to hit me in the penis. So. That's right. You and I'm grabbing black men's breasts uh, at Penn State University. So I'm doing pretty good. Eat your heart out, Charlie Kirk. I know Charlie Kirk, everything's Charlie Kirk's doing a lot of good work on campuses. Everybody thinks Riley Gaines is doing good work on campuses. Jimmy, when's the last time Riley Gaines massaged a black man's breast on campus? It's been a while, so you are the most recent. So I'm the biggest badass, ipso facto. There it is right there. Mm -hmm. So Brad... Quick question. You've been in the music industry. You've met some rock stars, some famous people. I need one cool story about one famous person. One cool story about one famous person. Um, I met, the uh, coolest person I've met in the music industry was Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees. Oh, my dad loved the Monkees. Yeah. Um, he was a really, really cool guy. I got to hang out and have dinner with him, and he's sharing stories and uh, just really memorable. I, I grew up listening to them, so to meet him um, is really cool. It's one of those things where, like, you worry, you know, meeting your heroes sometimes. Um, but meeting him was like, oh, that was really cool. Well, you know, and I, I'm not even trying to call it Alex Jones. I love Alex Jones. But that's kind of how I was. I remember they told me when I met Alex Jones, it's like, I met my hero, but he's going through the worst court case of his life. He's, you know, they're trying to take a billion dollars. And they told me that, like, oh, Alex is a little stressed about that. So that was one thing where I was like, I met the guy. And he was just, he was very nice to me. Alex has been so nice to me. I love Alex Jones. But it was kind of like, oh, man, I thought I could, like, make him laugh, make him relax. Yeah. Alex is not having any. He had a lot on his mind that day. He had a lot on his mind every day that I've met him. And that's the one thing that I'm like, I wish I would have known Alex before he was, you know, being politically persecuted. All right. So before we go, Brad, tell the people where they can find you and support you. 
Check out fivetimesaugust.com, F-I-V-E timesaugust.com for the record and uh, for the new single, Ain't No Rock and Roll. We've got it on 45 vinyl and uh, check it out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter X at five times August. It's where I get into the most trouble and uh, find the new single, Ain't No Rock and Roll on iTunes and uh, Amazon, Spotify and check out the new video for it. Guys, check it out right now. That's a direct order. All right, guys, we end the show the same way every time with a freestyle finale. So DJ, hit that beat. Yes, I'm a super freak. My penis is about to leak. He hit me in the dick with a huge toothpick. Hit me in the dick with a sword. Hit me in the dick with a sword. Hit me in the dick with a hit me in the dick area. Hit it. Look at that. This is like Braveheart. I'm strong. I'm powerful. No man can defeat me because I'm fully covered in my crotch area. I could be hit here all day long. I'm a pimp on a blimp. We got JP Sears in studio tomorrow night. You don't want to miss it. I love you all. Peace. And you know what? Good night, bitches.